This is Harry Nicole, and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement Podcast. On this show, I interview people from all over the world. Sometimes I do sermons from the divine throughout my day, like this episode. The Holy Spirit whispers to me the topic, tells me when to press record, and then I just, I go, I speak, I don't pre-plan it. Sometimes I share music with you that he inspires through me as well to help empower you to find happiness from within. Um, this podcast is really especially designed for those that struggle with depression like myself, depressed state, or you know someone that struggles. Um, our main service population that we help are veterans and first responders. They're 10 times more likely to contemplate or complete the deed suicide and we want to decrease those stats ASAP. So I was doing a warm-up on the treadmill earlier. I'm on a kind of an elliptical. It's, a, it's got stationary arms. I'm on an elliptical little recumbent thing. And uh, I was listening to some gospel music and the Holy Spirit said, I'm going to give you a topic. I'm like, all right, Father. I'm doing my warm-up. I'm like, you want me to do it now? He's like, no, I want you to do your warm-up. Go take care of business. Take care of yourself. Uh, what that means is go to the bathroom. <laughs> I've been drinking a lot more water lately, so the more you drink, the more you gotta go. <laughs> and uh, then I switched machines, and uh, he whispered to me the topic, telecommunications revolution. So without further ado, no pre-planning. The first thing that came to mind is, uh, well, the Father's revealing to me Verizon and AT&T. Those are the two big companies, uh, apparently the White Hats and the Black Hats, at war uh, for access to our information to either use for good or to use for evil. And uh, too much power in the hands of someone for too long, they could be good. Many have been good leaders for a while, but then they get too much ego in their powerful position, and it's time for them to retire. The White Hats is Verizon, is what the Father just revealed to me. The Black Hats, AT&T. Those are the two big players in this revolution. I was invited to be a part of a huge business opportunity, October 2020. It was one of three opportunities sent in my direction and the Father had gifted me the Hope Act around that same time, within like a matter of days. And this particular opportunity was to be coached by Beyonce's father through this business deal with this gentleman that wasn't clear on his needs. I had applied for a job on Indeed.com with his company and he had advertised 100,000 salary plus bonus slash commissions. So I applied. We had a couple phone call interactions. He had spoken to PJ Flynn, who was at that time I thought was helping me, but he was a deceiver 
he warned me on the phone to not work, not to associate with BJ. He said, I will not do business with you until you cut that tie. I was like, all right. So that, that was that. And uh, a couple more phone calls. He had opened up to me that he's... His business partner is a rapper, and he's connected to Beyonce's father. And they're they're doing two businesses. So one business was one thing, and the other business was this telecommunications opportunity. He said they partnered with these businesses in Africa. They're able to build super cheap cell phones. I don't know if you noticed in the last few years, cell phones have gotten really cheap all over. You can even get free cell phones. Nothing's free in this life. That's what. That's what the father says, and that's what my hero of 2020 trained me to realize. Nothing is free. If they're giving you something for free, what are they getting from you? They're getting your information. They're getting your location. And uh, do we really need our government to know that much information about us? They forced us all into fear in 2020. Did they pay for any of our mental health that they caused, the PTSD that they caused, from diseases that they developed in laboratories. We know this. People are starting to speak up. Those that are doing research on it are disappearing on airplane rides with their families. They're trying to cover up their trail. That's the black hats killing people off. They're the richest evil people in the world. They have access to all the riches, but the father is in charge of all money, all things. He can cause the enemy to change their mind. Did you know that? Yeah, the father of all of us, he created everyone, including the enemy. When you praise him, when you worship him, when you sing music praising him in in the storm, he moves mountains for you. When you tell him, all right, father, my circumstances suck right now, but I trust you. You've brought me through this, this, and this in my past. I know you'll bring me through this in my present, and I know you'll bring me through things in my future. Father, I thank you. I praise you. And he starts doing the work. If you try to do it all yourself, you try to fix your own problems, he lets you. That's what free will is all about. But if you ask him to lead your life in every every area of of your life, he will. I wasn't sure at this time in October of 2020 whether or not this was a good business opportunity. At that time, I was being coached, mentored. This woman had conned her way onto my team as a volunteer. Over the course of a year, PhD in divinity, former NFL cheerleader, used to sell her music to Aerosmith as young as seven years old. Her mother was personal friends with the lead singer of Earth, Wind & Fire. She told me she was a suicide angel for the hotline that you call 988 before it was 988 it was a 1-800 number she told me all kinds of things I don't think any of it was true I have no idea but I do know she had access to information high-level celebrity access because there were some conversations that I had with people she was she was testing to see if I was valuable enough she was writing on the coattails because she told me that I was in the nominations for global mental health ambassadors. They're adding mental health ambassadors to every major nation in the world. The father had assigned me this mission in 2018, 18 months before I met her. And I'm still 
I still don't think I'm an expert on social media. I still don't think I'm an expert in technology. So I'm like, Father, are you sure you want me to do this? Because our world has turned so tech heavy. I'm, I don't like to name call myself, but I, I honestly feel like an idiot when it comes to technologies. He's taught me a lot and he's sent people to help me with a lot of the tech. This woman, she told me insider information. She said, you don't want to work with Beyonce's dad. I said, I don't. She said, no, you got to protect yourself because if you get involved with anyone that's, that's committed crimes, you could get incriminated with those crimes with, with them. I said, well, what did, what did her dad do? She said, Beyonce doesn't talk to her own father. I said, she doesn't? She said, no. He cost her $800 million. I said, he did? What did he do? She said he got caught embezzling her money, stealing from her. I said, oh my gosh, that's terrible. He stole from his own daughter? I was so naive. They marked him. They marked a lot, a lot of people in 2020. They refused to bow down to Baphomet. They, they marked Kirk Franklin as well. He's a good man. He's a good musician. They marked all the believers in Jesus Christ in America that had huge followings. Those are satanic leaders in power right now. They worship Baphomet. They sacrifice children in private. We're about to have a telecommunications revolution. AT&T, you're gonna lose a lot, a lot of money, all your money all of your money, every single penny the Father just told me is going to be stripped of you. It's going to move not just to Verizon, it's going to move to every single customer's accounts. You sold our information overseas to the CCP. You sold active duty military information overseas. So then People like my former friend, my former business partner, a nonprofit business partner, warrant officer who served over 20 years to the military. AT&T, you sold her information, so then people put a bounty on her head when they shouldn't have known about her. Many of you are in the military. Many of you getting payouts. You're traitors. <laughs> We're about to have a huge telecommunications revolution. I can't wait. I can't wait. Jason Johnson, president of the defunded Blackwater alumni group. You accepted payment for a three-year contract illegally with the Illuminati Deep State with the former PhD of Divinity, Lorian Sayer. You set this in motion. He thought you were just getting a quick paycheck to use access to your security teams. But what you actually were doing was what the father designed from the beginning. He knew every decision the enemy would make before they made them. And they used you like a pawn. This meeting was supposed to take place October 17th, 2023. As I record this, it is December 5th. Every hour on the hour, past midnight of October 17th, AT&T will be paying us a million dollars, U.S. dollars, tax-free to every person in that meeting. That's Tony Robbins and his wife. They each get a check. 
pastors, Joel and Victoria Osteen, they each get a check. Oh, the father said, and their children, for his children were threatened. They forced him to use their church bank account to money launder. Yeah, these people are evil, ruthless. They do not deserve any power positions in America or anywhere in the world. Beyonce and her husband Jay-Z, they each get a check. This group forced her to disassociate from her father. They forced her, they threatened her entire, all her money, practically. <laughs> all because her dad refused to bow down to Baphomet, to Baal, to the enemy, because he raised her in the church. And sure, I'm sure he's made mistakes in his past, but 800 million? Hell no, motherfuckers. Hell no. I'm a descendant of King David and you guys blocked me from making money for three years with an illegal contract. I'm taking you for all your money, every cent, and I'm gonna distribute it to the people in that meeting. The US Marine veteran that was a part of my original Most Happy program that encouraged me to keep on sharing it, that told me, Aaron, you will be speaking on stages with Joel Osteen, Joyce Myers, Bishop T.D. Jakes, Ellen DeGeneres. He said, you're just as good as these people. You will keep on sharing this. This is not a request, this is an order. He said that many times in different versions, all with the same intention, to get me to keep sharing Move Happy. Because so I was devastated. I earned a promotion after I created five therapies in under 12 months. That promotion, no one was ever even interviewed for in 30 years, that's what my boss told me. Not only was I interviewed, I earned the promotion. State legislators that didn't work at my place, they voted one vote, one decision, cost me my money. I had to leave the hospital. But when the Lord closes the door, he opens a better one for you. And I listened to the advice of that U.S. Marine veteran. He's going to be a part of that meeting. You guys are going to figure out how to find him. Because for HIPAA privacy rules, I'm not allowed to say his name. And I will never disrespect him like that. He's an honorable man. He kept all the younger men in line, made sure they respected us women, staff. Because these people that we serviced were criminals, most of them. They had committed crimes and they were considered mentally insane. None of them bothered me. That whole time I was there, many of them committed murders, rapes, all kinds of terrible things. But in society, if you knew what people had done, you wouldn't want to work with them. If you read their files, I was told not to read their files, to not judge them. That was great advice from my colleague, Sue. She said, here's the advice I give it. Don't read their, their medical chart because that's the past. Treat them as they are. They're different people now. They're clean and sober. Many of them have addictions to drugs or alcohol or both in addition to having psychological diagnoses. And it was my patients that were incredible. They were compassionate. They were kind towards me. The year that my dad died, I did all that the year my dad died, my divorce finalized, and I had to file for bankruptcy with a trifecta of stress. And I experienced domestic violence in the home when I had rushed into an engagement. That was back in 2016 to 2017. I was only there for 12 months, but I was effective, as Lorianne Sayer told me when she was trying to convince me that she was good. And I shared the story with her and her husband over the phone. She got me vulnerable, sharing my truth. Told me she would have her husband 
speak to the elders of their private church group to get me funding. And then she paid to have me killed. And she tried to steal the song rights to a song that she asked to help me complete for people with mental health conditions. Not only did I not give her any of the rights to it, actually I told her she had in writing a card that I was going to mail to her, but people hacked in or broke into my storage unit, stole the card. I told her she could have 50% rights to the song. But I also outed her. I didn't say her name for the longest time. <laughs> so if she ever tried to sell the song, everyone would know what she had done. But the Black Hats are very powerful people. Many of them, I imagine, have uh, shares in AT&T. The father is whispering to me, pharma, pharmaceutical industry. Yeah, I sang that song publicly last year, August 18th, 2022, in a live stream free therapy experience called the Real Entertainment Therapy Experience 2.0. I had head of Disney hotels. Well, he called himself head, but he was actually the VP. But still, he was responsible for 40,000 employees. He was an Army veteran. He was one of our edutainers. One of my friends from high school were actually connected in college. He was a couple years younger than me. He was a part of an elite music group. He continued on to do great things in the Air Force. He got to perform in a Super Bowl. He wrote an original song, and he gave us permissions to share it. But these people, they threatened him to not show his face at my event. Why? Because they knew they were going to target me. They knew they were going to mess with every single person's cell phone that was considered or they thought was a Republican. Yeah, they hacked into my own mother's account just because she read my bio a part of the experience, who is a meek woman. She is a widow. These people don't care about anybody except for themselves. They are evil. They don't deserve positions of power. They on purpose try to cause division between our political parties and they do not live in America. That is called cyber warfare. It is federal crimes. It is an act of terrorism. And I keep it moving forward. Telecommunications revolution. It was very interesting because I knew that I had upset them. When people give you money, oftentimes they try to control you with that money, dangle it like a carrot. I will not be controlled, swindled, or swayed. If you're going to give me money, you're going to give it to me because you believe in who I am and what I'm capable of doing. You're going to trust me to use that money in good ways. And uh, before Lorianne died, Lorianne Sayer, uh, she did give me good advice. She did tell me not to be involved with this gentleman and that he was inappropriate. He had a bad reputation in the industry as being very inappropriate with women. And I said, well, he did tell me his story that he, he used to be a minister. She goes, oh, I'm sure he did. I'm sure he used to be. You need to ask why he's not anymore. I said, well, he told me he was dying of cancer and his wife left him. And then the church had him step down because he was now divorced. She said, that's not the true story. I said, all right, how do you know? She said, I don't trust him. I said, okay. She had access to people's information, way too much access. How did she know that he wasn't being truthful to me? 
because she was involved in the listening in on my phone calls through PJ Flynn. He had put spyware devices in my phone and in my computer to listen in through Siri because he was a professional hacker. <laughs> he had been arrested for it up north. That's why his mother, his mother had full control of his money because he was a criminal, but he didn't tell me that. He's a veteran. He didn't tell me that. What he told me was that he owned a marketing business. He owned a website business. He had a team of people working for him, this and that, and blah, blah, blah. He was sent on purpose from the Illuminati deep state to convince me to move away from my family member, the only family I had in an area. And then I was isolated during the pandemic. They tried their best to isolate me, to remove me from a contest that they had created amongst themselves for themselves. But what they didn't understand was that I'm a child of the Most High King and I'm in the bloodline of King David. I come from royal blood. And nothing can stop the destiny that the Father has planned for you, except for you. You can block your own blessings. I don't desire that. I'm so grateful our military, the true military, the White Hats, that protect our Commander-in-Chief. They stepped up to protect me. They didn't have to. They were asked by the top security man on Biden's team to do it. They had to make it look so convincing that I had been killed because she had paid for them to do it. But I couldn't keep quiet about the truth that they all worked together. So then, Jason was afraid, Jason Johnson, president of Project Canaan Hero, because he had committed treason in order to send me to be a spy. And all I was doing was sharing the truth. I launched Dear Nicole Ministries uh, Valentine's Weekend 2021 to thank all of the military for working together. I didn't understand politics. It's not my job. I shouldn't have to. I've learned a lot about politics and how crooked people can be when money is in play. I've learned that the Father can move mountains for me, even when my bank account is very small. He told me um, in a previous sermon, I think I just released that the other day, that I have the spirit of Nehemiah who convinced the king to go and rebuild Israel. And he convinced the king to write him a decree to the, um, the person that was in charge of all the lumber in the land so that he would give him the products that he needed, timber and all of that, to rebuild the city, the area. <laughs> and uh, he told me that I have that spirit within me. I have this word of Nehemiah within me, Mother Teresa, Gandhi, and Joan of Arc, who was burned at the stake because she had visions of the future. And they were afraid that she was full of witchcraft and evil. The church killed her. I don't desire to go out like that, but I'm willing to. I'm willing to because the healing that I received in 2018 is unexplainable and unforgettable. And I, I desire for everyone in the world to have that, that freedom where he broke the chains completely of suicide ideations and even of depression. I bounce back real quick. I've had to. They've tested me for three years nonstop. They've allowed people to do anything to me except for physical harm. And last year, they took it way too far, and they tried to kill my husband and me, a part of this contest, because I'm dealing with a bunch of cheaters. That all they care about is winning at all costs, which is not good. It's not ethical. It's not the sports psychology way. I was blessed in my graduate program 
to be advised from Dr. Vicky Ebbick of Australia, who her level of integrity was so high. She explained to us, she's a sports psychologist, she explained to us that there are two different kinds of orientations towards winning, competing. There are those that will compete to win and those that will not compete at all if they do not think that they can win. She said, which are you? And I remember answering, I will not compete if I don't think I can win. She said, why do you say that? I said, well, let me give you an example. I said, in high school, I was a part of an elite music group. We toured around and we competed a lot, but we were paid professional musicians. And she smiled, she said, really? And I'm telling this in front of my class. This is maybe my second quarter there, my first year. I said, yeah, so for me, we competed and we took first in everything. But before I even got there, when I did the audition for this program the year before I was eligible, he went to all the feeder schools and he, he invited the top singers. You had to be invited to audition. And then there were so many in the audition that there wasn't enough spaces. So it was so selective and high tier that we knew the standards were high. She's like, I love it. The standards were high. So you guys worked hard. I was like, yes. So when we competed, we competed against everyone in our district. And it was like a joke. Then we competed against everyone in our state. And it was a joke because we kept taking first place. We didn't compete at all my junior year in Hawaii. She said, really? I said, no, because our director, Mr. C, Mr. Krause, he never set us up to fail. He always set us up to win. And the Hawaiians are incredible singers and they take first place. So he removed us from experiencing failure and so that was our recreational trip just for us, the music company. Every other year, we took an entire choir trip one year, and then it was like an A-B kind of style. So my first year, we took an entire choir trip. My second year, we took just a music company trip. And anyone that wanted to join was allowed to, but they had to pay their own way or fundraise in Seattle, selling hot dogs and soda at the, at the stadiums on the weekends. He sacrificed hours years of his life away from his family to help us. I said, so I don't compete unless I know I can win. That's how confident I am that I've won this competition, this rigged competition. No one has spoken to me about it except for the one person that was involved in the Illuminati deep state that paid to have me killed. You gotta have to understand the level of faith that I have, that no one has confirmed that I am in a contest but I've experienced so many crimes against me that no one, no one has rectified. And it's all in conjunction with a rigged election. So you have to ask yourself, was the election rigged or was Trump talking trash about the past and needs to get over himself? Let me ask you this, would you tell a rape victim to just be quiet and forget about it and move on? Fuck that shit. You would tell that rape victim to speak up, speak up against the injustice. You would tell that person that experienced a crime to speak up against the criminals. Otherwise, they will continue committing crimes, making it worse and worse and worse. And that's what these people that have access to our information through AT&T have been doing. They have been committing crimes against us. They've been stealing our intellectual properties. They have been hacking into Taylor Swift's phone. Yeah, she's experienced professional hackers. Yeah. We all have experienced it. Should my 
former friend that was my nonprofit business partner, should she have had a bounty on her head from another nation? No. Why? Why did she have that bounty on her head? Because she told me her phone got hacked into. They stole her information, and what did she receive? Two years of identity theft protections from our government. Our government leaders have been taking payouts to sell out our information overseas amongst themselves for themselves. My hero 2020, he got me schooled up on the truth. He had the gift of vision, I think. He never used that terminology, but he told me with a very strong confidence. And I respect him because he was a war hero, decorated war hero veteran. None of his men, none of them died when they went to war with him. He was a great warrior. He trained me the best. He's the king of the White Hat security. And I married him last year and they tried to kill us. Because what's the best way to win another rigged election? You kill the competition. If, if your orientation towards winning is to win at all cost and not to compete in ethical, honest, competitions. So if this meeting doesn't take place before the next election, Jason Johnson, if this meeting does not take place, I will be going on every major news channel. I will be invited. They will be paying me a lot of money to tell the truth, not just in America, but in other nations, because I've made quality connections everywhere I go. I choose love, but I'm also speaking up against the injustices that happened to me as a woman. And if I don't stand up for myself, a woman that has depression, what does that say for the rest of the people in the world? 1.56 billion souls have depression, many of which were caused from the pandemic. Jason, this is much bigger than you and your ego. You are responsible for what happens next. You get to choose to own up and I will forgive you in that private meeting and we will all sign accountability contracts and stop World War III or you can choose to continue to pretend like you didn't try to use me as a spy and informant for your team and cheat in another rigged election. No one will lay a, a, no one will harm you. I give you my word, no one of the White Hats will harm you. This is bigger than you. No one will harm your family. But I cannot promise you, if you do not do the right thing, that you will not be harmed or your family won't be harmed. They've killed five of my associations already that I'm aware of. And the Father has told me to prepare for a, a sixth person that's dying soon. I don't desire anybody else to die. But there are many, many that are dying everywhere in the world. None of us are guaranteed tomorrow. So how are you going to live the number of days that you have? I choose to love. Love my enemies, love my friends, love my coworkers, love my friends' kids, even though I desire to have a family and I'm not able to. Because Jason Johnson, you, you allowed your team to force a separation between my husband and I after 19 days of marriage out of fear because he couldn't keep me alive. Because you allowed your team to abuse their powers of telecommunications. We're, gonna, we're about to have a revolution. You threatened my former friend of seven years. That's why I say former. Because no one, no one that disrespects my husband is ever allowed to be in the circle again. I believe in forgiveness, but you teach me 
your character the first time you mess up. That's what he trained me, not to give people so many chances. I raised my standard. You threatened her after due status, or you had your team do it if she didn't make that phone call. And then you guys illegally traced our location, committing treason on American soil against your own people. You didn't have respect for the person that trained you. You didn't have respect for me. You just tried to use me, and you're a married man. No shame, but I do, I do speak the truth. So every, every Me Too movement woman will join forces with me and encourage me to get on every major TV news outlet. The clock is ticking. AT&T is going to be paying us all. Big fat checks. I didn't include my mother, of course she gets a check, and my middle brother, of which was marked long before I ever owned a smartphone from this Illuminati deep state. They threatened him. They marked him. They ruined his reputation in front of all of his influencer friends after he created We Pray For You and was featured on CNN. Nothing but evil, jealous people trying to destroy my family from the get-go. But guess what? The creator of the universe is in charge of it all. He knows all, sees all, is above all. And according to Job 42, we will get double for our trouble. So my brother will also get a big fat check. And he's also earned the title of the first ever chief medical musical officer of America. You're gonna be paying him 10 million US dollars tax free out of AT&T. Is that out of AT&T, brother? Oh, my father says Procter and Gamble will be paying that one for the rest of his life. As long as he desires to be in that position, he's a very private person. These people threatened my sister-in-law, her life. He never talked about her at all. Fuck that shit. You get those checks written. And if they bounce, extra fees involved. Don't waste my time. Don't waste my family's time. Telecommunications. Revolution. Now, I recognize that King David, he got a little egotistical towards the end of his reign, but the father still loved him and promised him. In uh, 2 Samuel chapter 7, I believe, is God's promise. All of the descendants of his will be blessed. And I am a descendant of King David. I know that with confidence. My dad's cousin came to the house and showed us our genealogy. And my grandfather, before he passed away, who was a World War II veteran, told me, sitting on his lap that I came from royal blood. I've known my whole life that I came from royal blood. And I've been humble and broke my whole life. I'm not gonna be broke anymore. And by my 40th birthday, my husband and I will be giving 90% of our income away. Love, love sent out comes back to you. Whatever you send out in the world comes back to you. I'm gonna be heavily loved and known for being full of love when I die. Whether it's dying tomorrow or dying 90 years from now, I really don't know. It's none of my business. I will be obedient to the Father of all of us, the creator of the universe, who flung all stars into flight, created all galaxies in a day, who gave his only son, Jesus Christ. He gave him up for us to take on all our sin. He was the final sacrifice. No one. No one in the world will be allowed to do human sacrifices ever, ever again. 
not on my watch. You need to have that confidence in your faith, whatever your faith system is. I speak up against injustice. There's a time and a place for mercy, and there's a time and a place for justice. And there's been too many crimes committed against me and against all conservative Christians and Catholics in America. And we've got all the evidence in the last three years. Science, facts, and figures don't lie. So ladies, if you're looking to marry, make sure you marry a warrior. Don't marry a wussy. I encourage you, if there's a man that's single and he's in the military, you ask him who he's voting for before you go on a date. Don't waste your time. And then, if you're looking to marry, treat the lady with respect. Talk to her parents and her loved ones about your intentions before that first date. It's time for us to get old school. No more online dating. Swipe right, swipe left. Too many so-called Christians and conservatives are not treating women with respect. And women are getting so used to how badly we're treated that now we think it's normal. Many are survivors, not just women. Men too, many are survivors of childhood abuse. So it's become normalized through the music, through pedophilia, all kinds of nasty, disgusting things that adults do, that the rich have been doing in private until <laughs> 2020 when all your sins were revealed by whistleblowers. Then you tried to cover up the truth because you knew how bad it was. Yeah. All those people get an opportunity to repent to the Father. My coworker the other day was speaking about how those people have their own special prison because they will get killed in prison. I said, that's not, that's not what my coworker told me when I worked at another location. We work at a gas station. This other coworker had some uh, felonies for being addicted to drugs and selling drugs. That was why he went to prison. And he told me, he told me that the pedophiles were intermixed and they had the largest commissary. They received the most amount of money from anonymous people sending them money or their family or friends. He didn't know who was sending them money. All he knew is he thought it was weird that all of them, it was all, and they were all in a private church prayer group praising Jesus. I said, are you kidding me? That is beyond sick abominations, but when the father convicted me yesterday in the car and I was thinking about it, when my coworker said, those people get killed, and I said, well, I think we should have a righteous anger towards crimes against children. Absolutely, 100%, no question about it. But Jesus Christ came to save everybody, including those pedophiles. So, if he's washed all my sins away, then he also has washed those people's sins, but that doesn't mean that they get access to the internet. No, that means that they get put away. They have treatment plans. I worked, remember where this Move Happy thing started? I worked in, in psych hospital where they were in there for committing crimes. And those that were on the pedophile list were not allowed to use the public computer. They were not allowed to have a smart device. Everything was very strict, regimented, military style, as it should be. If people are committing crimes and they have a sickness in their mind, they think that it's okay for them to have relationships with little children, 
babies. That's what that's what my coworker told me. They were they were caught having sex with little babies. That's sick. It makes me think about vomiting. But I'm like, obviously, I'm still working on forgiving those kinds of people. It's not my job to forgive them. They didn't do it against me. The person that did it against me was three years old. So I don't think I had a diaper. I think I had a pull-up. But it was four years in private. It was in a Christian household. How did my mom not know? She suspected it, but she was so timid. She was afraid to speak up against what was happening. I think there's a lot of parents out there that are afraid or they don't want to believe. They're so naive. They don't want to believe that it could happen in their household because how could a God that loves all of us, how could he allow it to happen in your own house, under your own roof, while you go to church, while you're being good, while you're going to work, while you're being honorable, while you're doing the best parenting you could possibly do because he uses all things, all things that the enemy tries to use against us to destroy us. He uses it to strengthen us, to build our resilience muscles so we can bounce back from adversity. And I believe he allows, especially Christians that believe in homeschooling their children, in the white paper research, it's most common in those kinds of households because you're isolated from other parents, other adults that are mandated reporters. It can happen anywhere. And the more we speak about it, as Joyce Meyer's ministry, as she states, it's very common. If we normalize the conversation and bring an awareness to what it might look like in that household, what it might look like for an adult that's experiencing PTSD that's never processed through the trauma, we can lower the crime rates. We can educate youth leaders to better protect the kids in their care, the teenagers in their care, right? That was how I bounced back so quickly because I was so involved in the church. My parents did so many good things. They didn't force us to go to church. They encouraged us. And up until uh, junior high, we were at church every Sunday. But after, from junior high forward, they consider the adolescent to teenage years, they let us choose. All my friends were going to church, so of course I was going to be there. And I was there midweek, and I volunteered in the summers for VBS with the little kids with my mom. I was the projector person. I changed the, I know, that's old school. Projector, they had this, this thing where you flip the light bulb on, and then it magnifies the words onto the screen behind you so that you can sing along together. I helped with that to change the music sheet so that mom could sing the songs, lead the worship for the children, Sometimes I would help rock the babies so the parents that had newborns could have an hour, hour and a half of their spiritual practice away from their children and have us care for them, you know. I'm so grateful that my parents did that. And they encouraged us to check out different kinds of churches as well. We had great spiritual leaders in Clover Creek Bibles Fellowship, pastors Mike and Cindy Riches that were very knowledgeable about the word and they taught us the history they taught us encouraged us to be missionaries they taught us about spiritual warfare demonic forces that was when two-thirds of the church whoop, got scared and left a bunch of wussies if you believe in the whole bible then you shouldn't be leaving when a pastor is talking about demonic forces everything that was in the bible is still on earth 
The Bible is a living, breathing thing to help guide our life. Now there's different versions of the Bible, translations they call it. So I'm studying, I've got some stable housing now, so I'm, I'm in a little group online to learn its original written format, in the Hebrew language. And I always um, struggled with those kinds of things in the past because I think I had bad teachers. So now it's self-paced, so, and these people are so welcoming to teach, educate. I can't wait to understand the Bible in a newfound way. Spread the love of the Father. People can complicate things, create religion. The Father desires for us to have a relationship. That's why Jesus came down and the Pharisees, Sadducees, they didn't like him because they were stealing from the poor. Same thing that's happening right now with our government leaders and the pharma industry. I would equate the pharma people, the medical people, as like the, the, the Pharisees, Sadducees, because the spiritual leaders were also the medical people back in the day. If you look in the book of Numbers, or is it Numbers? Leviticus, excuse me. Leviticus, I think, chapter 9. There's going to be a huge, huge telecommunications revolution. I know it because I have the gift of prophecy, and the Father told me the vision and purpose of this year. He told me that we, we were going to be educating the telephone guy and I was like what does that mean but he said it in a different language to me and I wrote it I wrote it in my journal then I created a poster board my vision board and uh, oh yeah he's doing big things he's gonna provide restitution to all American citizens and all US friendly citizens around the world that have been stolen from through at and I can't wait and Procter & Gamble oh I can't wait yeah, we, I don't desire to, to keep all the money that I will be getting. I desire to use it to help the poor, as Jesus told us to do. And I was, as I was driving here to the gym, I was actually thinking about some people who have really wronged me in the last few months that were supposed to help me when I was forced into homelessness after being on a mission trip and getting hit by another car, 80 miles an hour, zero restitution and requiring me to jump through all kinds of hoops to get money. And none of them have given me any money. It's been terrible, the accident was July 8th. And I said to myself, am I gonna require, like these organizations are requiring so much out of people if they ask for something and I can give it to them? I said, nope, I'm gonna trust, like my hero of 2020 trusted me. He sold his motorcycle so that I would have money to pay my bills if I needed help. That's what he told me. I said, I didn't know you did that for me. I said, I, I barely know you. I'd feel like I'd owe you. I don't know when I'm gonna get the money back. He said, no, this is, the father told me to provide for you. I said, he did? And he kept trying to get me to be his wife. He knew, he had the gift of vision of the future. He knew I was gonna be his wife. He wanted to take care of me. That's what real men do. Ladies, if you wanna get married, make sure the man knows how to provide for you. And he shows it with his actions. I never took any of his money because we didn't get married right away. I made him wait a year and I launched Darren Nicole Ministries. <laughs> we did 11 concerts online with only a couple hundred dollars. We had pretty much every major TV network send their, their top finalists. Universities sent their professors, music professors, and we had an NFL player and we had all kinds of people step up to be keynote speakers, all with one purpose, one accord to help entertain and to help 
provide a space for connection for the most vulnerable populations that struggle with PTSD, suicidal ideations, and are not provided real help. The military does their best, the VA does their best, but they were not assigned this life mission. I was. I am the only person that has this assignment in the world. That means that I'm the leader of it. It means it's a lot of responsibility for me, but the Father has prepared me for every single test I've been going through. To be the leader, the facilitator, he's gifted me 54 therapies in my lifetime so far. There are famous theorists, therapists, psychologists, researchers that are featured in textbooks for creating one therapy. Their name is known for decades. The Father didn't desire me to be known for decades. I believe the Father desires for me to be known for hundreds of years because I've chosen to honor Him in all things and to honor His Son. I'm not ashamed of His Son. And He said, if you will not be ashamed of me, I will not be ashamed of you before my Father in heaven. So I'm very, very grateful for where life has taken me. It's been very eye-opening, humbling to see how America and how the world really works from the top level. It's pretty much, pretty much the same. Pretty much the same as the bottom level. Only you have access to more money to be able to solve a lot of problems that aren't real problems. The Father can solve things for you if you allow Him to. That's why these people are threatened because a lot of these people that make money off of your problems, the Father has solved for me for free. <laughs> and then I've just shared the truth. And they don't want you to even know that he exists. They want you to believe that he doesn't so that you can rely on their money so that they can control you like a dangling carrot. But Jesus came that we might have an abundant free life. And that means that you might not have all the fancy things in this world. But if you have good friends that you can call on and they'll show up if you need help, you're more rich than many people in the world. If you have a father in heaven, a spiritual father, that you can ask him to heal you when doctors and medicine don't know how to cure your terminal illness, you can have access to that. If he so desires to heal you, he'll do it. If you ask him in his perfect time, not yours, these people are threatened by that, especially in the pharmaceutical industry, because they charge thousands and thousands of dollars every month for diseases that many, many of them have designed in laboratories to cause us to need their medicine. Cyclical. And it causes more side effects to cause you to pay for more medicine. The Father is the ultimate healer. I believe in it all. I believe that you can have medicine and it can be helpful. But I also believe that the Father brings the best medicine. How do I know that? Because I had to solve my own, my own problems for 18 years of suffering. And how did I solve it? Through mindset, practices, through community, connections, friends, networking, business associates, coworkers, colleagues, and through fitness, regular workouts at the gym. 
regular workouts in nature, yoga to stretch my body. When injuries caused all the work, injuries, L and I, and car accidents weren't fixed by their programs. The father allowed me to get educated myself in school, and I'm grateful for those that allowed me to get student loans out. I think I shouldn't still owe, though. I don't think I do anymore. I think, I think the Warriors of Light have handled that. They actually tried to get me arrested after illegally last fall, listening in on a phone call with Bill Dolan. Yeah, I never gave Navient the phone number that he and I were talking on, and they got caught in their trap. So those involved in the Illuminati deep state from Navient uh, that mailed me a threatening letter from their lawyers, yeah, we're going to be suing you for every penny you have, Navient. And I'm going to distribute your money to every single person the Father tells me to. I imagine it'll be to everyone in America that has been forced to take student loans out when the government didn't provide them with the proper education since they're using us to work in jobs as slaves and not providing us enough money to pay our bills so that we have time with our families. Meanwhile, the mega-rich have all the time in the world to sacrifice children in, in private. Yeah, we've had enough of your bullshit. Fuck that shit. Any of these organizations that are involved in the harming of children, you're going to be moving all your money. The Father will forgive you, but you're going to be starting from scratch. You're going to have humbling years, just like I have in the last three years. And he's going to teach you how to trust in him for the Father. He gives and he takes away at his own leisure. And he keeps on giving if you choose love, if you choose mercy, if you choose grace. Choose him. Keep him first place. Everything else will solve itself. Yes, Father. All right, so if you desire to know this Father and have a personal relationship with him, not an educated knowledge of him, but a personal relationship on, with him that you can reach out to him for anything that you need. You can talk to him about your stress you can talk to him about your kids struggle in school or what college they want to go to you can talk to him about anything the terminal cancer that just came into the family's knowledge whatever he desires to love you to care for you and to carry you through tough seasons good seasons every season it's a free gift no one can charge you for it and you can't earn it you can't earn your way into heaven none of us can we all have fallen short of his glory. If you're not sure where you're going when you die and you desire to have a personal relationship with him, repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this gift of salvation. Father, I'm a sinner in need of your forgiveness. Father, I ask you to come into my heart and show me Show me how to live and operate in this world with your love. Father, I ask you to guide and lead my life in every aspect of it. Pray this in your heavenly name. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, we want to welcome you to the family. Your next step is to get plugged into a Bible-based church and keep God first place. Father, any ask? Okay. If this episode has done anything for you, 
uh, my website does not allow me to receive donations at this time. You can check us out on the Nonprofit Ministries website, erinnicoleministries.org, E-R-I-N-N-I-C-O-L-E-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-I-E-S.org. Um, but please write checks made payable to Erin Nicole Ministries or Erin Nicole if you want it to go into my personal bank account. It's up to you. Um, right now, I'm, I've been forced to... Uh, get on food stamps for the last few months and I don't desire to be taken from the government anymore because I'm a married woman, I'm a veteran spouse and my husband should be returned to me ASAP so however much you feel led to give I'll be grateful for it and just know that it will be used to spread love of the Father and to make sure I'm being honorable and paying my bills these people have damaged my credit score on purpose by forcing me into homelessness. I had to sleep in my car for a while. And through the grace of friends and strangers, I have stable housing, but I'm still sharing a space right now with someone that I don't know. And I trust this person, but there's a certain level of trust that you have with strangers. I would like to be reunited with my husband, and I'm not there yet. So any amount, you want to mail 1477 Tiny Town Road. City is Clarksville, Tennessee, a uh, box number 191, I should say. Uh, zip code is 37042. You mail any amount, I'll be grateful. And uh, if it says Aaron Nicole Ministries, that goes into the 501c3 account. That is tax exempt. You can keep that for your records and you can write that off on your taxes. Um, these people have also messed with my taxes this last year and they still owe me $1,200, I think, or more. And they owe me a few thousand from the year before. The IRS is crooked. And uh, I know that when Trump gets back in office, a lot of things are going to be changing for the better for the majority of us citizens. I can't wait. I can't wait. And um, anything else, Father? Give my cool down now because I'm tired. Whew. Father definitely spoke through me. Father is telling me something about Lisa. What about Lisa, Father? He said Lisa is forgiven. She didn't know. She didn't know the details and the circumstances. This woman deceived one of my friends in the area where I live with my middle sibling. And uh, her and her husband, they, uh, I don't know if they still do, I haven't talked to her in a few years, but uh, this evil woman before she was killed from the black hats that paid to have me killed. They tried to cover up their trail and killed her off. Uh, she somehow incriminated Lisa, but Lisa, the father says, is forgiven. So whoever has marked her, you can unmark her. She is good. That's what the father just said. Anything else, father? All right. He said, sing it pretty. Don't forget to tell someone you love them today. And we'll see you next time.